A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It is about that time. To coach, heal, and motivate the mind, body, and spirit with the Unstoppable HD3 Phoenix Rising. Welcome to another episode of Coach Heal Motivate Podcast. Now I'm your host, HD3. It's time to coach the mind, heal the body, and motivate the spirit so that we can remove the blockages that are preventing us from stepping into our higher purpose. So we go from motivation to self-discipline so that we can be that phoenix rising and let go of the old and step into the new. Now, if you have to visit my website, you can go check it out at www.coachheelmotivate.com. And you can also check out my podcast website at coachheelmotivatepodcast.com, where I'll be streaming different episodes every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays on every digital platform out there. So if you have Spotify, iTunes, go out there and check it out. So without further ado, let's get to the message and let's get motivated. Self-discipline. HD3, Phoenix Rising. What do I mean when I say the power of self-love? What do I mean by that? Self-love is defined as regards for one's well-being and happiness. Let me say that again. Self-love is described as a regard for one's well-being and happiness. So that means you're focused on your well-being and happiness. Some people may say, well, you know what? Those people out there that love themselves are narcissistic. They stuck on themselves. That's the difference. Difference between narcissistic and self-love. When we're focused on our well-being, when we're focused on our happiness, we will continue to grow and we will put out that happiness. What happens is, in times, when we're dealing with family, friends, co-workers, whatever it is, all walks of life, we tend to give. We give. And we continue to give more. And we give more. And we give more. Now, if we're continuing to give to others and not focusing on ourselves, we're going to pour from an empty cup. Sometimes we pour to others out of guilt. Sometimes we pour to others 
because we want to be accepted by others. Sometimes we pour out to others because we feel that's our nature. We're kind, we're giving, we're loving, we're always going to help people out no matter what, right? And then after we poured out our cup to everyone else out there, and no one's pouring their cups back to us. And we're saying, how come I do for others, but no one does for me? Now, let me stop that for a minute. No one does for me. Now we got to ask ourselves a question. Were we giving out and pouring out our love because we was hoping that somebody else would get back to us? Or was we doing it genuinely for ourselves and also not expecting anything in return? Because there's a difference. Like they say, universal energy, we can fool ourselves, but we can't fool the universe. The universe knows that we're doing it to be accepted. The universe knows that we're doing it because we want someone to like us. The universe knows that we're doing it because we're expecting something back. Now, if we're doing it from that mindset of expecting something back, generally, we have something missing with the side of us. If we're doing it out of guilt, generally, there's something missing inside of us. It's deeply rooted when we take it back to self-love. Now, I'd like to tell you a story, a situation about self-love that I myself had experienced as a young child. Because psychologists say that during the first five to seven years of our life, the things that are being told to us, the things that we experience and see, is going to shape who our personality is because our theta mind is open to accepting new information. So people are always putting us down, telling us what we can't do, what we should be, and who we should look like. Then guess what? That is affecting our self-love. So when I rewind it back as a kid, I remember I had a crush on a girl. So did my cousin. The difference between me and my cousin was I was light-skinned and my cousin was dark-skinned. Right? So you figure, what's the big deal in that? So the girl tells me she's not into light-skinned boys. Light-skinned boys is out of style. She liked my cousin instead because it was darker. Said I wasn't black enough. What does that do to a person's self-esteem? It brings it down. That part of self-esteem has to deal with self-love. So you know what it made me do? It made me be upset that I was light-skinned. It made me wish I was darker. Made me wish I could be more like my cousin. That's what it did. It broke me down. Now you can say that as a child, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Words are spelled, spelling words. Hence, the word is the power, the power of the word. And the word was the first thing that created the universe. So in essence, words are powerful. And as a child, you don't know how to block out that Emotional state what somebody says versus the logic because we're taking information in, right? So we take it back to that. So now I'm thinking because my color of my skin, I'm not good enough. So now i got to find ways to have people accept me for who I am. So now subconsciously, I just added another notch of self-esteem onto my belt that I don't like. So then we fast forward to another area of life. When I remember, I was asked, what do I want to be when I grow up? Soon as I said I wanted to be in law enforcement, knocked down. What did that do again? Broke down my self-esteem. So from that point, I did not want to tell no one what I wanted to do because I wanted I didn't want to get ridiculed because of what other people think. Because of what other people think has helped me build up the wall 
to not speak. So if someone asks me, what do you think about this? I don't know. How you feel about that? I don't know. What you want to do? I don't know. Everything's I don't know because you're afraid you build up the wall. So now let me get this straight. I build up the wall on my career. Self-esteem, which deals with self-love. I build up a wall because of how I felt I look. So if someone says that they love my complexion, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm a doubt it. So I'm going to think that I'm ugly, not handsome enough because of my complexion, right? So now I got self-image on how I feel. And I got a self-esteem issue about what type of career path. So it feels like every time anything about me physically, anything about that I think about is not accepted. I'm wrong. So that's what we talk about the self-love. Because what did I say self-love was? Regards for one's well-being and happiness. I had no regard for my well-being and happiness. And that's where a lot of us are today. We don't have a regard for our well-being and happiness. So guess what? When it came to careers, I did not know what I wanted to do. So someone gave me an idea. Hey, maybe you should do this. Okay, I'll do it just to be accepted. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not actually not talk to a woman because she may not like me. So now I'm, I'm going to be afraid to talk to anybody. So I just keep to myself and hope someone talk to me. No, that's not how we're supposed to live life. We lost our power because we gave our power away. No one take your power. We gave our power away. We did not know it. Now this, I can tell you that brings on fear, fear of rejection. That's what that is. Rejection comes from Somewhere within us, our self-esteem, self-confidence, which all is under the umbrella of self-love, we lost that power. Because yet, I can tell you this, we can see that guy out there, a girl out there, that we think to ourselves is not as good looking, but they have someone. How did they do that? We can see someone who is not as intelligent, but they have that career. How did they do that? Well, it all boils down to self-love, which is self-confidence, self-esteem, which means that we have to learn to set up boundaries in this world. Because, sorry to say some of us did not have those parents that instilled that self-love within us because they didn't have it within themselves. So now we're angry with our parents, angry with our family members because they ridicule us and put us down and pick and choose which family members that they want to like. Meanwhile, we're over here suffering and drowning in our own sorrow and don't know even how to get out of it because we're seeking others' approval. We allow ourselves to get put down. We don't even know what's important to us anymore. We sit there and feel sad and underappreciated. So that's when we come on to other people and we latch on and we try to do things because we figure if we'd be a nice person, if I'd just be nice and kind, someone will treat me right. If I try to look better, change my complexion, not stay in the sun so much, somebody like me better. If I get surgery here, somebody like this, like that. It's always what somebody else will like. That's not self-love. And we're not talking about narcissists. We're talking about self-love. Self-love. Let's reverse that a little bit. Self-love looks like this. Someone says that they don't like you because of your complexion. That is not my issue. That is their issue. But there is someone else that likes me because of my complexion. There's a family member that does not like my career path because of whatever they have experienced in their lifetime. That is not my experience. Someone may say that they don't like the way I talk and the way I eat, the way I dress. That is not my experience. That is their experience. So what people are showing you is a reflection of themselves a lot of the times when they're ridiculing you right there. Because somewhere along their line, someone did the same thing to them. So they do not know how to react. So it's the same 
generational cycle. Same circumstances, but in a different body. Now, we have to be that generation to break that cycle within ourselves and our children, which means we must be mindful of who we allow around them. And we must be mindful of the things that we say to them that implants into their subconscious mindset. But first, we've got to look at ourselves and say, do I accept myself? Do I love myself? Do I forgive myself? Because I'll break this down. We've been in situations in our lives. We've all been through them. Hurt, pain, done things wrong, had things done wrong to us. And we're always told that you ask God for forgiveness. God will forgive you. But I don't remember this part. Do you forgive yourself? That's one of the first steps to walking in the power of self-love. Forgiving ourselves. When I say forgiving ourselves, because we can forgive others, we can ask God to forgive us, but if we're still holding on to that hurt from the past, that anger from the past, those situations from the past, we haven't forgiven ourselves yet. Until we can let that go and change the course of what we do in our life, how can we ever be forgiven? Because we're going to always beat ourselves up from the things that we've been through, the things that we've done, the guilt. So the first stage is we have to own our past. Own it. Sit there and embrace it. Take a second. Breathe it in. I can sit up there and say, yes, I was a dirtbag at one time to someone. Because guess what? We've been hurt and we've hurt others. I've been a dirtbag. I've been in situations that I wish I wouldn't have put myself through. But you know what? I'm going to take that moment to think about it. Resonate. Let it resonate within my soul. There's a reason why I did what I did. There was some hurt behind it. But can I forgive myself? Because the situation is over. When you look at a book, in order to go from page 100 to 101, you got to move forward. If you go back to page 99, you'll never go forward. We have to move forward. So we have to say, I forgive myself for what I allowed myself to go through, for what I put myself through. Not only will I forgive myself, I will make changes in my life to not repeat the same cycles all over again. I will use my logic because I can think about it. I can say, hey, you have caught yourself in a cycle again. Stop it right now. Rethink the situation and do something differently. So forgiving yourself is number one. Forgive yourself for the past. Number two, take ownership of everything that you've been through that you've done. Learn from those lessons. That's the next step. Learn from those lessons. Gain your power back. Now. The next step is going to be hard. I would say get a journal. Journaling is important. Scientific studies have proven when we write, it activates the left and the right hemisphere of our brain, which means we begin to accept new information, the motion, the thought process, or the creativity roles. What you want to do with this personal journal, you want to like write a letter to yourself. You heard me. Write a letter to yourself. Not just any letter to yourself. Write a love letter to yourself. Write down all the things that you love and like about yourself. Write down all the things that you're good at. Some people may say, I don't know what I'm good at. Has anybody ever given you a compliment or said you're good at something? 
Have you ever worked at a job where they give, where you've given advice to other coworkers? Is there an activity that you enjoy doing, even though you're not making money at it, that you may do on the side that you're good at? Think about that. Write a love letter to, you know what? I love myself because I'm great at writing stories. I can write poetry. When family or friends come to me, I'm able to give advice. I am a very loving person and I care for others' needs. I care for myself. I'm the greatest person when it comes to shaving my face and putting on and, and doing my hair. And everybody always compliments me on my hairline. I am great at fixing things around the house. I really enjoy fixing things because it's so exciting. When I go to work, when I go to the beach, people say I can swim real good. They love my tan. Whatever it is, those are just examples because sometimes we don't think about the things that we do and that we're good at. Write yourself a love letter about all the good qualities about yourself. After you write that letter inside your personal journal, read over it, look at it, own it, own it, and own it. Because when we don't own it, we don't know it. Read that letter and own it. And also, the next page, write another letter to yourself. Write a letter to yourself of all the things that someone has said about you. And when you look at that letter... Look at it and see what in that letter are things that you've said about yourself versus why that person, people have said to you over the years. Match it up with the letters that you, that, that you just wrote about yourself. Match just the, the hate letter versus the love letter. And you ask yourself, when you look at both letters, what energy do you want to engulf yourself in? Which one is really you? I'm going to tell you. Another person's opinion about you is not your reality, Les Brown. It is not your reality. When you look and see how you feel about yourself, if it's not positive, you can always change it around. That letter right there after you see it, those negative things, you're going to write a third letter. Of all the negative things that were said about you, and someone says that you're dumb, you write a new letter on that line, I am smart. If someone says that you can't complete a goal, you write on the next letter, all my goals are accomplished. So what you're going to do right here, so you got three letters. The love letter that you said about yourself, first letter. Second letter, what others have said about you in a negativity way. Third letter, you're going to counteract every negative statement and rebuttal that with your own positivity. You're going to own that letter right there, that new letter right there. Because you're going to become what you say you are. Because this is the time when you stand up. This is the time to rise. This is a time to step into your power of who you are. This is that time. No longer shall you accept anyone's limited beliefs or negative belief systems about you. No longer should you have to give yourself to others who do not give. No longer should you have to accept what doesn't fit into your reality. Because you are the manifester of your own reality. We talk about fear. No longer do we have to fear what others think. Fear is an illusion. You were never given the spirit of fear. You were given the spirit of power. Of love. And of self-discipline. Which means that you're an unstoppable force. Which means that you control the narrative. Not others. For instance, when we step back into the self-love. When we talk about all of this, 
How do I begin to love myself more? I've created that personal journal. I wrote those letters. So now what's next? What do I do that's next? Stay motivated with HD3 Motivation Apparel. It is designed to bring positive vibes, positive messages, while looking good and feeling good. So check out the Motivation Apparel at teespring.com. Coach Hill Motivate 3, where you will find t-shirts, hoodies, and many motivational accessories. So go check it out. Thank you for your support. Think about how you view yourself after reading that new letter. Think about that. Think about the positive traits. Think about that. I love myself. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I will accomplish my goals. I am handsome. I am beautiful. Say that to yourself because in order to also write it down, walk in those words, the power of I am. You can say it any time of the day. But I will also tell you this, another perfect time to manifest any ideas. Now we're changing the way we think and we're changing the way we live. So which means that there's a process also involved in that, right? Well, right before you go to bed, scientific studies have proven that right before you go to bed, focus on a specific intention. And it sets into your subconscious mind. Just like the first few minutes when you first get up in the morning. Set that intention. It sets into your subconscious mind. So you sit there. Before you go to bed. Power of I am. I love myself. I believe in myself. I am successful. Simple affirmation. Affirm your power when you go to bed. Affirm your power when you go to when you wake up. Affirm your power to yourself throughout the day. Because you got to set that intention. Because the subconscious mind has to be changed. We're not going for just a 21-day change your mind changer like our 30-day or 60-day. It's a lifetime change. But it becomes easier when we write and we say it and we think it. Think it, feel it, say it, have it. Now, that's the next stage towards loving ourselves because it is a process. we got to take it step by step, layer by layer. Now that we've done that, we're detoxing the mind, the body, and the spirit is what we're doing. We're detoxing that negativity. Must warn you though, when you're being positive, when you're focusing on the things that you want to happen, opposition will come against you. Because I'm going to tell you this. The devil is here to seek, kill, and destroy. When you begin to shine in your light, you're going to see negativity come your way. You're going to get tested. I must warn you, you're going to get tested. This is not going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You're going to be tested. So I'm telling you to prepare for that test. There's going to be that person that's going to say something negative to you. And that's where you got to decide if you're going to own that. So someone may come up to you and say, you know what? That was a stupid idea. You say to yourself, my ideas are great. This person may not accept it because their ideas were stupid, but I am not going to let this be my energy. Create boundaries is what I'm talking about next. We want to create boundaries because stepping into your power is also about creating boundaries. For instance, if you were one of those persons that would do something because somebody like, for instance, you don't want to go out on a Saturday. You want to stay home and relax. That friend of yours is always pushy. Come on, let's go out. You don't want to go out, but you go out so that friend doesn't get mad, so they can be happy. So you go out with that friend. You play to be happy, but inside you wish you were home because you just set up boundaries is what that is. You just let people um, 
use you. Technically is what that is. We let ourselves get used. We've all been there. There's no harm, no foul in that. It's just realistic. But how do we get from that point of being used? Setting up a boundary. When we begin to understand that we got to make sure our well-being and happiness is in alignment as well, too. So if someone says that, they, for instance, a friend says, hey, you want to go out this weekend? You know what? I'm not feeling good. I don't feel like going out. I'm going to stay home. Maybe another time. Oh, come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. No, I'm not going. Simple as that. That's a boundary. They may get upset. They may be mad. You may feel guilty about it at first, but sometimes you just have to say no when you don't want to do it. Another boundary. People that want to borrow money from you all the time. They're used to borrowing money from you. Get money, get money. They never pay you back. Hey, I'm short on my rent. Can you help me out? And just say, for instance, you don't have the money to help them out. Before you even go broke or pull a payday loan extra to help them out. Because the time to say, you know what? I can't do it this time. Sorry, but I'd love to help you out, but I can't do it. And they keep pressuring you. I said, look, I said no. That's it. Sometimes you have to say no in a more stern way than ever. And I'm going to tell you this. When you begin to tell people no, when you're not going to accept certain things and certain behaviors, you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family members. You're going to lose others. People are going to talk about you behind your back. But one person you won't lose is yourself. You won't lose yourself because you have stood your ground. You have stepped up for yourself and knew what your value was. That's boundaries because it's about your well-being and happiness, right? Because if it's not balanced, you're not going to feel good. Now, we've moved on. We talked about setting up boundaries so that we can move forward. Another thing we need to do. A lot of people say they don't have time. I don't have time to relax. I don't have time. You need to create an outlet for yourself. Create an outlet for yourself. Most people that give so much, they don't create an outlet for themselves. What are outlets that we can talk about? Exercising. Creative work, such as if you're a writer, you create jewelry, you make clothing, you paint, you sculpture, whatever it is, a creative outlet, a hobby, activities. Maybe you want to go to Pilates or yoga or whatever, or go to the gym, walk out in nature, go to the beach, fly around, fly around the United States, whatever it is, create an outlet for yourself. Give yourself time to be alone. It doesn't have to be the whole entire 24-hour cycle. It could be just one hour a day that you give to yourself because you need to replenish your mind, body, and spirit because you take in so much from family and friends and careers and everything else and whatever's going on in your life. You have to create an outlet and time for yourself because in the rules of drowning, if someone is drowning in the pool, you can't just jump in there and go save them because you may drown too. You got to make sure you're secure first and then you go save that person because then both of you are going to drown. So what you don't want to do is drown yourself. You have to give yourself a chance to replenish. You have to give yourself a chance to grow. So when you create that outlet, it's going to allow your creativity to flow. It's going to allow you to see who you are. It's going to allow you to fulfill the things that are within your spirit because you're giving yourself time to, your, time to yourself to connect. Now, when we talk about this time, 
People say, I don't have time. There's 24 hours in a day. 24 hours in a day. Now, we got to look at our schedule and say, what part of my day am I not doing anything? I can say for myself, if I was to look at my schedule, if I work an eight-hour job, which means I'm probably getting ready in the morning and going to work. So you're talking about two hours before work, two hours after work, right? So we're talking about a total of 12 hours right there. So we got 12 hours left in a day. Now, just say for instance, you're a person who has kids. And I look at it like this. I'm home. Just say if I'm home by 6 or 7 o'clock, feed the kids, whatever it is, feed yourself the family. Gets around 8.30, 9 o'clock, close to bedtime. Get everybody to bed. Now, if you don't have to get up until 5 a.m. in the morning, you can either do this. One, wake up at 4 a.m. to give yourself time before everybody in the house get up. Or two, what I used to do, I would give myself that time an hour after the whole house clears out. So if the house is cleared at 9 o'clock, between 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. was my hour. That was my hour to myself. No cell phone, no computer, no looking at the world because that's not time to yourself. Scrolling through social media is not time to yourself. You're still looking at other activities. Time to myself to reflect, to think, to move forward. Give myself that time. You have to manage your time. See where you're scheduled and see where you can fit that hour in. Whether it's before work or after work. or Sometimes you may just have to give yourself 15, 30 minutes while you're driving to work. Cut off the radio. Think. Meditate. And get your mind balanced. So there is time in the day. We just got to go through that time clock and see where we can make the time from. So we got to create that outlet. You say, okay, now I'm creating an outlet. I've given myself time. I'm setting boundaries. I'm using my power of I am. I'm believing in myself. I'm starting to feel it. But now... I want to accomplish a goal and people told me I can't do it. I just regress back. I'm going to tell you this. There's going to be times when you're going to feel like going back to the way you were. You're going to fight with yourself subconsciously because it's something new. I get that. It takes steps. We're going to step back, but you can always step forward. That's why I always say create a vision board. A vision board. What does a vision board do? It reminds us and allows us to see the goals that we're looking to accomplish. Because sometimes we forget that power of I am. Sometimes we slip up and we um, follow what someone says or does. And they'll set up that boundary that time. Don't kick yourself in the butt over it. Just know that it can be modified. So what we want to do at this time is create a vision board of what we're looking to see. I would say the power of I am. I love myself. I am strong. I accomplish all my goals. I get things done. I have the power of saying no to anyone. I control my power. The only thing I have control over is my attitude and efforts. I cannot control someone else. So I can be the best version of who I am. You set that. Once you set that intention, you see that. You read it. Remind yourself of what you're going afterwards. Because you don't have to seek others' approvals for doing what's best for you. When it comes to your dreams, your goals, your livelihood, your family... You do not have to seek others' approvals to do what you need to do. Which means that we have to let go of what people think. A lot of times, people are in competition. Who has a better car? Who has a better house? 
What are they doing on social media? What are they doing here? Most of the time, we don't know what a person did to get to where they are. But ask ourselves, does that change my life with someone else drives? Do I have to keep up with somebody because my phone is older? Or because I live in this neighborhood? Or because I don't make that amount of money? Or because I can't purchase this item? Let go of what others think. Because at the end of the day, another person does not take care of your responsibilities. You are responsible for your responsibilities and your well-being. That's where we go back to well-being and happiness. What is self-love? Self-love is regards for one's own well-being and happiness. Which means that you're going to put yourself first to make sure it's in alignment with yourself. Mind, body, and spirit-wise. You know who to say no, no to and you know who to say yes to. You know what to do and what not to do. We all have that spirit of discernment because everyone is not deserving of your happiness. But we don't have to get into it with others. As it says in the Bible that light has no congregation with darkness. Too many times we mess with darkness and we're sitting there trying to make darkness happy and darkness does not want to be happy and we drag our own selves into a misery. It does not say that we congregate with darkness. No, we do not. Just know that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells within you. And if anyone destroys that temple, God will destroy them. Why do we say that? Because there are people out there who are going to try to do you wrong. But you have the power to stand in your power to not let them. It doesn't mean that we have to go out there and retaliate, but you just know who you're dealing with and who you're not dealing with. Because you have to stay balanced within your well-being and your happiness. Will you be called selfish? Of course, of course you're going to be called selfish. Will you be called other names? Of course. But at the end of the day, what does that got to do with you? Why do you have to let that be an excuse for you not to be the best version of yourself? Because for those who truly care and those who are truly on your side are not going to ridicule you, are not going to call you those names, are not going to try to use you and give nothing back. Because the energy exchange in life is a give and take. And that's the reason why a lot of us try to do our best to give back to others because we believe it's a give and take. But deep down, some people are just take, 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 and don't give back. And we get hurt by that. So that's why we have to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm giving, but let's see what this person is giving back. Got Reiki. You heard me. Got Reiki. Are you looking for a holistic healing solution for the mind, body, and soul? Do your chakras feel off balance? Do you feel out of alignment? Do you have stress, anxiety, back pains? Well, contact TrinityVibes.com. That's TrinityVibes.com. T-R-E-N-I-T-Y-V-I-B-E-S.com for a Reiki session. We offer 30-minute Reiki. 60-minute Reiki, and if you're not available in person, we also offer distant Reiki, which can be done from a distance. So if you're interested, contact TrinityVibes.com for another holistic approach towards healing. Thank you. Take a step back to analyze the situation to see what's working and what's not working. Sometimes there needs to be a conversation held. Sometimes you just need to let it go. So... For instance, if it's a career that you're working and you're always there working overtime being used, you got to ask yourself, should I talk to this boss right here and see if we can get this squared away or do I need to seek other opportunities? 
But don't just let yourself keep getting dumped on because it's going to hurt your spirit every single time. I keep doing this, but I get nothing back in return. As my dad used to tell me, if you're going to do something for somebody, expect nothing in return. If they do something back, great. If they don't, you accepted it. Sometimes you have to accept it as a loss. It's like gambling. You accept it as a loss. You lose money in gambling. You can't, oh my God, I lost all this money. No. Accept it. You say, if I'm going to do for someone, if I'm going to do for a career, if I'm going to do for whatever purpose, I'm doing it because I care. Not because I expect anything in return. If I get nothing back, I'm good. If I get something back, I'm good. But I'm going to carefully think out the situation before I make a move. That's the sermon. Who am I dealing with? What am I dealing with? Do I know this person or thing has a track record of not giving back? If you know someone has a track record of not giving back. If you know someone has a track record of talking trash. Why would you waste your time giving to that individual? Why would you waste your time giving everything towards a career path, a job that does not even care who you are? That's the time to reassess the situation. Like if this is what it's going to be, either I need to move on or the situation need to change. Sometimes changing your environment means changing your environment. Let me say that again. Sometimes changing your environment means changing your environment, which means that sometimes you just got to go. Some things no longer serve your purpose. You have to move forward. That's what self-love is all about. Because the truth is, when we begin to walk in self-love, the people that tried to use us before in situations that we're caught up in start to diminish on their own. Because when you start putting the hammer down, start saying no. Start saying what you will accept and what you not accept, what you're willing to move forward in, what you're not willing to move forward in. Those things start to disappear in their own. Surely, slowly but surely. And then a new situation grows because you redirected your life path. Because we're the manifestors. Now we're putting out not an energy of I want somebody to help me because I did this. I'm putting out an energy. I know my worth. I know who I am. I know what I'm willing to accept. And I know what I'm not willing to accept. And I was short staff that right here, right now, I am stepping into my power because I know my worth. Because when you know your worth, no one's going to mess with you. Because I tell you this, when you think about a bully, a bully doesn't go after the strongest person. A bully goes after a person that they think is the weakest person. And they keep antagonizing that person over and over and over again. But what happens when that person fights back against the bully? The bully starts to back down. That's what that is. It's the bully syndrome where others are bullying our energy, but we're not fighting back. We're just taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it until we blow up and explode. And don't even know why. And others will call us crazy because we exploded. Today is the day. Today is the day to change that. Today is the day to step into your power. Today is that day when you sit here and you say to yourself, I am taking back my power. I know my worth, know my value. I know who I am. And although I am not the best version of myself in the past, but I'm the best version of myself today. A new version. I am growing. I am stepping into my greatness. I'm going to accomplish what I want to accomplish in my life. In all areas of my life. I am stepping into my power. 
I know who I am. And for those who are not accepting of it, it is not my problem. It is a problem within their own self that they must work out. It is not my job to solve everybody's issues. It's not my job to fix everybody. My, my job is to step into my power, to become the best version of myself each and every day. Because life is a healing process that never ends. But one thing I do know, I love myself. I believe in myself. I will prioritize myself. And when I am nice to myself and love myself, that energy is going to naturally flow out there to the rest of the world. So you don't have to like my complexion. You don't have to like my career. You don't have to like my hair. You don't have to like the way I talk. You don't have to like the way I look. You don't have to like my height. Because guess what? I love it all. I love everything about myself. And that is the best version that I can think of. Because we're all given the spirit of God within us. So if I do not love myself, how can I say I love God? Let me stop on that one. If I don't love myself, how can I say I love God? Because the spirit of God is in each one of us. So you have to love yourself. And when I say love yourself, love everything about you. The good, the bad, and whatever happened in your life. Love yourself. Accept it. You've already been forgiven. But have you forgiven yourself? It's time for you to be your first cheerleader. Celebrate yourself and your mind milestones. Celebrate yourself and your milestones. As a man speaketh, so is he. As a man speaketh, so is he. Let's think about that for a minute. As a man speaketh, so is he. So if you're speaking death into your life, that's what death will become is you. If you're speaking negativity into your life, Negativity will become you. If you're speaking hate into your life, hate will become of you. So let me say that for a second. So if I hate myself and I can't stand myself, I'm speaking life into it. I'm becoming that. That's why we have to choose the words that we say and think about ourselves because it becomes a breathing, living entity of its own. We're manifesting it. So as a man speaking, so is he. Did you not realize that even when you joke about yourself, your subconscious scientifically has proven that your subconscious does not know the difference between a joke or not? So if you said something negative about yourself, ooh, I ain't crap, and you say that jokingly, did you not know that your cells in your body believe that I ain't crap? So you're manifesting the I ain't crap syndrome and manifesting the other people who think of you ain't crap and other people that ain't crap. So now you're in an energy full of I ain't crap. That's why. When you say, I love myself, you attract people who love themselves. You send out love out there. You're around love. Loving environments, loving things. It went from, hey, people didn't used to wave at me. Now people say hi to me. People used to give me their looks. Now people smile at me. People used to cut me off. Now people let me through. Hmm. Change of energy. Because we're changing what we speak about ourselves. So speaking about yourself jokingly or not, in a negative tone, is setting an actual new tone for whatever you put out there. So speaking on negative stuff about ourselves, we can no longer do that. Speak positive. Now we talk about celebrities out there. Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest boxers of our time. I remember watching a documentary story on him. 
right before he blew up as a boxer, he was just getting into boxing and he was at a wrestling event and he asked the wrestler, you know, how did you get hyped up like that? What did you do? You know, behind the curtains, you're calm, but upstage, you like to say, you got to believe that you're great even before you're great. He was told, you got to believe that you're great before you're ever great. So he says, I am the greatest of all time. People call him arrogant. People call him names. This man believed that he was great even before he had the world championship belt. He set the intentions. When I think about how powerful that was, he set an intention. And we see celebrities out there. We see other folks out there setting intentions on who they call themselves to be while others laugh and make jokes about it. And guess what? One of the greatest champions of all time won the belt. What do you think about that for a minute? He wasn't worried about what others thought about him in a negative tone. He only walked in where he believed in himself. That's what I'm talking about. We have to set the tone for who we are. How do we see ourselves or how do we want to see ourselves? You want to be successful in life? Life? You got to call yourself successful. You got to call yourself it before it even happens. You want to be a boss? You got to call yourself a boss. So I got to walk in the light of I am successful. I am a millionaire and start doing millionaire things. Start making boss moves. Start being successful at things. Changing your paradigm of everything around you. Because that's what that is. We're setting the tone for how we see ourselves and the path that we're looking to walk forward in. So now when I bring this back, when I talk about self-love, we're talking about the regards for our own well-being. Isn't your well-being important? Isn't your happiness important? Well, that's self-love. Worrying about your well-being and worrying about your happiness. Because when your well-being and happiness is in alignment, you're in a better position to help others out. Others that you can tell that need the help versus those who are using you. That's where discernment comes into making that choice. And not feeling guilty over it and not letting no one guilt you into it. Motivation will get us started, but self-discipline keeps us going, building up that momentum. So if you're looking for something that's going to continue that momentum going, those positive vibes, well, I have something for you while you're driving or headed to the gym, maybe sitting at work doing your break time. And sometimes when we're just sitting at home, we're relaxing, we want to hear something positive. Go download the HD3 Coach Heal Motivate album. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and Rhapsody. So go out there, download the album. Thank you for your support. Stay motivated. Because some people, like I said, will fall off. Those were the people that were never meant to be there in the first place. Those friends, those family members that we thought that were so close. I remember, I said, I'm going to pray to get the negativity out of my life. When I was going through a transformation, I said, I'm going to pray to get the negative people out of my life. And I remember a month later, I was like, man, no one calls me. No one comes around. My certain closest friends, certain family members that I was very close to didn't come around. I was like, why? They didn't even call me, text me or anything like that. And I didn't understand it. And it took a couple of months later when I was having a conversation with a friend. I was like, you know what? No one comes over my house. No one calls me. It feels like I'm just all alone. I was like, well, and my friend told me, maybe you manifested this. I said, that doesn't make any sense. There's certain people that I don't want around me, but the people I want around me, 
wouldn't come around anymore either. And then it hit me. I was told, well, maybe those people that don't come around were no longer meant to be in your life anymore. And I was like, why? I like these specific individuals. And then I thought about it. Then it clicked. I remember praying to have all the negative people out of my life. Some of the people that are closest to you, you don't even realize that they're also negative and not also for your good at times too. I did not realize it, that at that moment it clicked. I'm like, wow, that family member, that friend, let me see what their mindset is about. Wow, they are negative. Why they do a lot of shady stuff. They do this and do that. That's, dang, that's not something I want to be involved in. And I was like, wow, be careful what you ask for because you might just get it. Some of the people that are closest to us at times, maybe some of the people that may be removed out of our lives because they have a different energy field around them that no longer vibes with our energy field. So I have to take that to heart that sometimes you're going to ask for things to be removed and it might not be the thing that you expect to be removed out of your life, but it's there to be removed for your own good. And that's what I have to understand. That's why the path is not going to always be easy. It's not going to always be fun. The path is going to hurt a little bit, but the path is going to be worth it. And you say, why is the path going to be worth it? Why is it going to be worth it if I'm going to lose individuals? For everyone that you think you've lost, you will gain a new one. But, and I must emphasize this, but that's if we make the change. Because sometimes we begin to make this change to love ourselves. We slip and slide and forget about it. And we bring in that same type of energy back into our lives again. So we have to be conscious of the things that we say and conscious of the things that we do. We have to take it day by day, step by step. Day by day, step by step. It's a process. Don't give yourself this 21-day, 30-, 90-day process. This is a lifelong process. We're always healing. Always healing. We get better each and every day. So what are the things that we need to do to become the powerful being that we're meant to be? To take back our power. To walk in that power of self-love. What are the things that we need to do? We need to let go of what others think about us. We need to let go of how they feel about us. We need to let go of what people got to say. That's one. Number two, we got to stop seeking other people's approvals for our own goals, dreams, and lifestyle. Stop seeking other people's approvals because they are telling you it from their own point of view. You have your journey. They have their journey. They cannot guide you 100%. You're getting information from someone who knows just as less as from you. So someone may say, if I'm not going to worry about other people's opinions and get negative feedback from other individuals, where do I get this from? Psychologists, counselors, therapists, life coaches, someone with an unbiased opinion is a source of information to go to whenever you're looking to get balance to help you create an action plan to be able to move forward in life. An action plan. So we got to let go of what people think. And how people view us. Because the biggest step that we have to do is let go of others' energies. Become who we are. How do we become who we are? We have to see how we view ourselves. How do I view myself? Be true to myself and prioritize myself. Be nice to myself. Love myself. 
We have to create an outlet for ourselves. You heard me. I said it before. Create an outlet, an hour of time for yourself to get your mind, body, and spirit in alignment. This allows us to detox the old so we can step into the new. Another one that's not talked about a lot, and I've mentioned it earlier, be your cheerleader. Be your first cheerleader. So what if no one else cheers you on? You have to be your first cheerleader, which means you have to celebrate yourself. Celebrate your milestones. Now, you think about this. On a race car track, you see them going around and around and around all day, right? Every time they complete a lap, that's a milestone. Checkpoint. Same thing. Checkpoint milestone. If you accomplish a goal, I don't care how small you may think it is, even if you're in college and you just got a B on your paper, celebrate that B. You're at your job, you just got a promotion, celebrate that. Someone gave you a compliment, celebrate that moment. You took steps towards starting your business, celebrate that moment. Anything that you do, celebrate it. Want to know why you're celebrating your moments and your milestones? Practice builds confidence. You're practicing confidence building. It's a confidence builder because you're feeling good. You say to yourself, man, you did a great job of getting that B on that paper. You did, get a, you did a great job of helping those customers out today. You did a great job at getting your kids to bed earlier than usual. Celebrate it. Create positive reinforcement. That's what we do. When we create positive reinforcement, positivity continues to grow in our mindset. And I will always say this. Create your sacred journal, personal journal, sacred journal, whatever you want to call it. Have this journal of writing down something positive about yourself. We've already talked about writing that love letter to yourself. Then writing that letter that people say about you and then writing a counteractive letter that counters that negativity. Continue to write positive stuff about yourself. Some may say, I don't know what to write about myself. Simple affirmation. I love myself. I believe in myself. I am successful. I am beautiful. Just as simple as that. You can write it 10 times each. What it does when, it write, when we write, it builds up into our subconscious mind. We accept it. We see it. We believe it. We think it. We feel it. We say it. We're going to have it. Why? Because we're focused on our well-being. We're focused on our happiness. Because not only do we want to help others or be of service to others in our wellness and happiness, we most importantly have to be of service to ourselves when it comes to our happiness. We have to step up to the plate. We have to become that better versions of ourselves. Because when we begin to do this, we will bring that out to our children, other family, other friends. People will see the change within you. Some will talk about it. But people will see the change. You will see the change. You will believe in yourself and everything around you will completely change itself. Change starts with me, the person in the mirror. I can't look to someone else to change for me. I can't hope someone else will change for me. I have to be that change. I have to be the one to step into that power. Now, if you ask me, what is the one thing I would suggest you do first? When it comes to your well-being and happiness, a.k.a. self-love, which builds up self-confidence and self-esteem. First thing you want to do is write that love letter to yourself. All the things that you love about yourself. All the things that you like about yourself. 
all the joy and positive comments that you can ever think of about yourself, write those down first. That's what I want you to do. Then I want you to read that letter to yourself a couple of times. I want you to take in the emotions of that letter. Think about that letter. And then ask yourself, why isn't it that you're not stepping into your power? You have the power. You believe in yourself. You know that you are the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of self-discipline. When you act upon those principles, you are an unstoppable force. You just got to believe it. Not only believe it, you got to step into your power. This is the time. Take back your power. As long as you're still breathing, you can always achieve success. No one can stop you. The only person that can stop you is you. No one should believe in you more than you should be you. So if you're the person that is supposed to believe in yourself more than anybody else supposed to believe in you, you got to look at yourself and say, where do I stand? Is today going to be the day that I step into my power? That I truly step into my power of belief. When I step into my power of belief, when I take back my power, I know that I'm living a power of self-love. When I step into that power, I can accomplish anything in my life. Anything is possible. I get the M out of possible and make it happen. That's what this is about. So I'm going to say this in closing. Get you a journal. Journal down on things about yourself. Begin to realize that you are a priority. Step into your power. Time manage. Give yourself an hour minimum to yourself per day to detox the mind, the body, and the spirit because you're fasting away the negativity. Use discernment. Discernment is when we distinguish between what's right and what's wrong for us, what we're willing to accept, and what we're not willing to accept. Decide that. Create an outlet in your life, and you cannot go wrong. And I will always say in closing, if you have not spoken to a life coach, counselor, psychologist, any type of therapist, go ahead and speak to an individual with those backgrounds so they'll be able to give you the information that you need from an unbiased opinion. Because a lot of times we like to go to family and friends and there's going to be some bias in there. Understandable. Because they're looking out for our interests in a different way. But sometimes it's not in our best interest because it comes from a biased opinion. So I'll go out there. Don't be afraid to see. And I am HD3, Coach Hill Motivate. If you're looking for a motivational speaker, if you're looking for a life coach or a therapist to help you to spring forward when it comes to self-love and self-empowerment and taking back what's yours, contact me. I am available. My website, www.coachhillmotivate.com or my other website, www.trinityvibes.com. One more for you www.coachhillmotivatepodcast.com where I'm fully available for all your holistic needs, Reiki needs, motivational, and life coaching. So I want to thank everyone today for joining in in this session of self-love, self-empowerment, taking back your power, and you cannot lose. Because at the end of the day, when we do better, we feel better, we become better, because we are our greatest asset. With that said, this is HD3, Coach Hill Motivate. Thanks for tuning in. You all have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Coach Hill Motivate Podcast. If you've enjoyed the message and felt that it made an impact, 
Well, you know sharing is caring. So make sure you share it to your friends, family, whoever you feel that this message will make an impact on their lives. And also, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to my website at CoachHillMotivate.com where you'll find all the links to my social media accounts, Motivational Apparel, and also available for life coaching and speaking engagements. So tune in every Friday, 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Coach Hill Motivate Podcast. And also, you can check out my other streaming podcasts at Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, and Google Podcasts as well, where I drop a new episode every Tuesday and every Thursday. So I want to thank you all for your support. Till next time, Coach Hill Motivate. This is HD3. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.